This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Chayisar Tavshin Pei Gimel. This parsha is the parsha of Shaduchim. We find the Torah spends a lot of psukim telling us how Eliezer went to find a wife for Yitzchak and he finds Rivka. It all boils down to one pasuk, Perachov, Dalid, Pasuk Yedalid. Eliezer is diving to Hashem and he comes up with this test. I'm going to ask this girl for something to drink. Drink. And I'll also give your camels to drink. Hurry, you have chosen. For your servant for Yitzchak. Through her, I will know you did kindness with my master. And Rashi explains, what does it mean, her, you have chosen? Ruuya he likes. She's fitting for him. Because she will do chesed. And therefore, And therefore, she's worthy of entering to the house of Avramavi. And the Svarim wonder, is that it? If this is where we're going to learn the importance of what we need to look for in finding a spouse, is the only thing that they do chesed? What about if they're a pleasant person? Maybe they're impatient. Maybe they get angry. Maybe they're just not a pleasant person to be around. Why is it that the only thing the terror is stressing over here is chesed? The Kliyakar, among the many, before she give an answer, marshals a Gemara in Tainus Chavdalaram and Aleph. The Gemara is talking about leadership. The Gemara says as follows, Mashu Lekala Shiba This compared to a, a girl in the house of her father, which means a girl she's looking to get married. Chosman She'eneha Yafais as long as her eyes are beautiful, you don't need to check the rest of her body. You don't need to check anything else. Nothing else needs to be checked. However, if her eyes are, are weak, they're not nice, then you have to check everything. And this is an amazing statement by Chazal. What are they telling us? I mean, there are many people with beautiful eyes that have ugly characters, traits. There are many people with beautiful eyes that have disgusting midos. There can be people with beautiful eyes who are just not good-looking people. What exactly is Chazal telling us? Just look at the eyes. As long as the eyes are beautiful, nothing else needs to be checked. Furthermore, says the Kliyakar, What are Chazal telling us? We're supposed to, we're meant to go and look at outside things, at outside beauty, surface beauty. After all, Chazal telling us to look after beauty. Okay, maybe it's a nice added benefit, but that's what you're meant to look for. And the Kliyakar explains, very simple, that Ayin Yafa doesn't just mean beautiful eyes. Ayin Yafa means Ayin Taiva, having a good eye. A good eye means looking out to see what could I do for the next person. That's what an ayin taiva is. And that is what Eliezer was looking for. If you find someone that has an ayin taiva, someone who's looking to do good for others, then everything else falls in place. That person has good midos. If you're looking, always looking out for the other person, that is enough what a person needs to look for. And he learned it from Ephraim. Ever wonder why the psukim before have to go into such detail how Avramavinu bought Marasem Pela? And the Ramban gives some explanations of Ben Ezra. But with this, you can understand that Ephraim, the, the one me that Ephraim was showing, was Ayn Ra, 
What could they get for me? Me, me, me. How could I get more? Honestly or not honestly, how could I get more? And Eliezer realized how disgusting that was. And therefore, for Avraham's Avinu's family, it has to be Gemil's Chesed, which comes from an Ayin Taiva. Once I find a girl Ayin Taiva, everything else will fall into place. 1977, the Telzer of Yeshiva of Gifters at went with 20 Bachram to Eretz Yisrael and they opened up a branch of the Tel's Yeshiva in Telstone. It's called Telstone because it was donated by Irving Stone. And he was there with a small chavra. One of the Bachram who was there said that one morning it was, it was a small group and they felt very comfortable with the Rosh Yeshiva and he knocked on the Rosh Yeshiva's door on his apartment. He wanted to speak to him. And the Rebetzin, she should be gesund, answers the door and he says, can I please speak with Rosh Hashiva? And she says, I'm sorry, the Rosh Hashiva is not available now. And this Bakr said, I noticed in the corner of my eye that the Rosh Hashiva was in the kitchen. He was wearing an apron, he was wearing a green apron, doing the dishes. So he turns to the rabbit and he says, ah, rabbit, I see the Rosh Hashiva is in the kitchen, doing the dishes. So she smiles and says, yeah, I told you, he's not available. So he says, Rebetzin, does the Rosh Hashiva always do the dishes? So she said, no. Every once in a while, he tells me to sit down, to relax. He wants to do the dishes. So he does the dishes. Rebbe says, so you let him? So she says, you know the Rosh Hashiva. When he wants to do it, he does it. He just tells me he's doing it, and there's nothing to discuss. Then the Rebbe says, but you know, he uses a lot of water. He uses a lot of soap. And after he dries it and he finishes, he goes to the base matters. I re-clean all the dishes. Because with all his effort, he doesn't clean it the way a lady wants to clean. And this Bokhu was amazed by the story. And he always went around telling everyone this story. Rav Gifter, the quintessential masmid, the one who used every moment carefully, I felt it's important to go and to help out his wife doing the dishes. He was always amazed by that. Until he got older. And when he got older, he realized that the one who was amazing in the story is not only Rav Gifter, but it was Rebetz and Gifter as well. Because Rebetz and Gifter understood the value of chesed. She understood what an ayin taiva means. Doing a chesed for you doesn't mean what makes me feel good. It means what making you feel good. Sometimes doing a chesed to somebody means receiving. It means allowing the other to do a chesed. That's a real ayin taiva. She knew that the Gifter wanted to help her. She knew that if Gifter wanted to do something for her, she should relax, and therefore he wanted to do the dishes. She could have told him, it's okay, he don't do a good job anyways, please, it's not a help. But she understood that he wanted to help her, and therefore her doing that chesed by allowing him to help her, that's tremendous kumil chasadim. And that is the quintessential ayin taiva. How important it is to learn this lesson, when it comes to shidduchim, especially when it comes to marriage, this value of having an ayin taiva. We have two eyes. We should make sure we use them both very well. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.